0: Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio.
1: All right, what's up? We are back on NBS Fitness Radio, and I'm here with a good buddy, Rick McCracken. Rick owns uh, Eat Amplified. It's a uh, milk prep company here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, say hi, Rick. Hello. Very cool, man. So, First, I'd like to hear kind of like your story with fitness, like how you just got involved with, with exercising and kind of what your, what your story uh, has been, how it's been involved uh, in your life.
0: Well, honestly, I mean, for most people, yeah, whole life, you know, started in athletics very early. Uh, I was always really tiny. I mean, like my freshman year, I weighed like maybe 100 pounds okay. of, of high school. So uh, at five years old, my mom put me in wrestling. Okay. And so I wrestled all the way till I was like 25, 24. So. Did you wrestled to college? Uh, yep. Where'd, yeah. you, where'd you go to college? I went to uh, Iowa Central and then uh, Central Missouri State University.
1: Very cool. So, I, are you from Memphis? Uh,
0: no. Okay. No, I. Was born in Chicago and grew up in Iowa, so the Midwest. Okay, very cool. So when did you move to Memphis? Uh I moved to Memphis probably about fifteen years ago. I did my internship here for college. Okay. And then moved out to the East Coast and worked there for a couple of years and been like, I really love Memphis. I'm going back.
1: Okay. Very cool. <clears throat> um, so did athletics kinda of growing up? Mm-hmm. Is it did you kind of fall in love with like the weight room then? I mean, or like how involved how much of the weight room was uh, part of like training
0: for wrestling? Well, honestly, I didn't really fall in love <laughs> with the weight room until like I think I was like a freshman in in uh, in high school. Okay, uh, it was just like because like back then like things weren't readily available. Yeah. Like there weren't there wasn't a gym on every corner. Yeah, uh, and gyms were just sweaty. Just no AC crazy back then in, in, in the 90s and stuff like that. And uh, so I really didn't really even know about lifting weights until I got in high school. I was like, whoa, what is this stuff? Did y'all so, start
1: doing it for wrestling?
0: Uh, we did off-season workouts for okay. wrestling yeah, just yeah. because you don't really want to hit the gym too hard yeah. during the season because there's just so much wear and tear on your body anyway. Yeah.
1: I didn't know that was how it, kind of, it was introduced to y'all through through wrestling. Yes. Okay. Very cool.
0: Um, how did it evolve kind of like out of college? Uh, well, it evolved just because like results, you're like, Oh, this is what it does to you. Awesome. I'm going to keep doing this. Okay. You know, and looking back though, I'm like oh, such an idiot. Like I remember I trained arms like every single day. <laughs> of course,
1: I think I saw a meme the other day that said like, if you can't look back on yourself, you can't look back on your younger self and realize you're an idiot, you're still an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, I do that like how
0: I was last week yeah. sometimes. <laughs> okay. So, um, have, have
1: you competed in anything kind of along the way?
0: Uh, not really. I mean, I've done some races yeah. that are fun and, uh, no, no, no bodybuilding shows or strength competitions or anything like that.
1: Okay. Um, when did you get involved with nutrition and kind of cooking and, and all that?
0: Well, I've always been in cooking, like, pretty much my whole life. My mom was a really awesome cook. My sisters were really lazy. So I kind of helped her in the kitchen and stuff okay. like that. But uh, <clears throat> I think it was, we. I saw it as a business uh, probably, like, about eight years ago, okay. just kind of started seeing that this could morph into a big business. So, What were you doing before that? Uh, I was in the restaurant business, yeah. just running a restaurant. Okay, gotcha. So, and just wanted to be like, oh, this isn't for me.
1: Yeah. You know? Okay, so you branch, you kind of, we're already in the food
0: industry. You kind of realized, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's an opportunity here. Absolutely. Just uh, saw a different way food was going or not a different way, but I saw a, a little branch that, uh, the fitness industry was creating for mm-hmm. food. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So kind of talk, talk through that. Cause I know you were originally involved in, um, was it ultimate, Foods? ultimate food? Yes. Yeah. So kind of talk through kind of that, that business, um, that business life as you kind of went through all those different progressions.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, that taught me a lot about business friendship and what to do and what not to do. Uh, so, it was a good learning experience. What, what,
1: so, what was Ultimate Foods? Like, what was kind of y'all's business model? Like, what was the goal with that?
0: Uh, our goal w- with that was we wanted to uh, just put a bunch of brick-and-mortar stores up everywhere. And just we wanted to create such a healthy lifestyle for people. Just give people another option because, you know, eating healthy at that time... You could only do it by yourself. Yeah. We, there was no meal prep company in Memphis. We were the first one. And if you had to eat healthy, you would have to do everything yourself. Yeah. So.
1: So you yeah. want to create kind of a meal prep company where people could go and grab, grab the foods themselves. Yeah. Like uh, if they were looking for a lunch to, to get um, on the go instead of going to a fast food restaurant. They could stop by there, grab a healthy meal. Or if they wanted to go ahead and grab meals like the week, they could show up and grab it.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we gave them the options of everything was grab and go right there. We gave the options of delivery and and everything. So, you know, we really saved you tons and tons of time. That was our whole thing. I mean, the eating healthy thing was just a bonus, you know, just because you have to do everything yourself now. So we're like, we save you at least six to eight hours in the kitchen, shopping, dishes, cleanup, all that. Yeah, I think the
1: the, the modern-day kind of American probably desires to eat healthy, but it's the overcoming that uh, that initial, like, knowledge barrier and time barrier, mm-hmm. trying to figure out, like, okay, how do I prep th- this food? Um, how do I make good, good choices? How do I shop for it? How do I have variety that's not the same thing every single time?
0: Yeah, because that's where people kind of get killed on is, like, you could go home and you could make chicken, rice, and broccoli – <laughs> and you could spend just a little bit of money and you have food for the whole week, but you're eating chicken, rice, and rice and broccoli yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, yeah. And it, especially when people like don't have uh kitchen skills or mm-hmm. like, you know, that's not something they, they've really done before. Then yeah. they're like, this is the one thing I know how to make. <laughs>
0: and then they're like, I'm getting so tired of chicken, yeah. <laughs> chicken yeah. rice, and, and broccoli. And then that on the, on one hand, that discourages a lot of people cause they're like crap. So they all rather. Automatically get a predisposition that eating healthy is not fun or it's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, it, it, it becomes like a negative
1: connotation. It's like dieting is like, uh It's like I have to give up good tasting food, which yeah. is like not the case at all. It's not,
0: not even close.
1: Yeah. So then, and then also, like you say, like a lot of people don't have, or their schedules don't have that like space in there to take, to, to prep. All all meals like to take a three
0: hours on a Sunday to prep everything. Well, so everyone I know that does the meal prep themselves, it's Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's like, and it always takes them two hours longer than they think. Yeah, think. And then you know, one of my friends is telling me, and he gets food for me sometimes, but when he forgets, he cooks his own, and he's like, "Those are the weeks I dread." <laughs> <You're> like, <"Crap." laughs> yeah, because it's um, yeah, because you end up giving like giving up your your Sunday, like your day of rest to like how much of a prep all day. How much is an hour of your time worth? You know, and that you know, take that time six. And those are hours of rest or family enjoyment or just having fun. Yeah. Th- those are priceless hours. You yeah. those are worth like ten times what a work hour's worth. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's
1: Matthew, and that's one of the nice things about kinda of like modern day society is like I you, you can you can uh, contract out these things that you don't necessarily want to do. It's like, like, even for me, like yard service, mm-hmm. like, could I cut my lawn? Yes. Mm-hmm. And would I save some money doing it, yes. But like, I want my weekends to spend with my family, yeah. not, not, not be like, I have to cut my lawn every, every weekend. Right.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, and enjoy, some people love doing yeah.
1: it. And I, I said, that's fine. But like, for me, I'm like, I'll pay the guy, not necessarily because I don't want to cut my lawn, but I'll pay the guy because I want my weekend.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. You have to look at that. You're like, okay, it's three hours and it's three hours of crappy. Yeah. Like heat. (laughs) So it's not fun. And you're like, okay, is it, is it worth it? I mean, people, sometimes you have to sit down and look at things and see if it's worth it. Like as I get busier and busier, you know, our business taking off, we just open another business too. And it's like, I have, (laughs) I did see a meme the other day. That it's like you're not busy, you're lazy and unorganized. And I was like, damn, is that me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Yeah, I'm actually about to do a talk with our staff about so the the that, that that whole meme, like you're not busy, you're just disorganized, is is more like it's more like organization along mm. with prior prioritization. Because mm-hmm. There's so many things that could pull you in a million different directions, and then a lot of times, like, you, you have this desire to, like, do everything, because you, like, you can, or um, or it's just this desire to kind of, like, be involved in too much versus going, like, okay, let me prioritize things here, and yeah. then once you, like, prioritize, you're like, you know, that thing would, would be cool, but... It's not priority number one. So yeah. then I pass on it. And then you don't feel
0: as like overwhelmed yeah. because you're like, that's not a priority. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm at the uh, semi overwhelmed stage <laughs> right now. And I'm like, I just gotta like laser focus. <laughs> yeah. Um what uh what were some of the, kind
1: of the, the lessons that you learned in the first business that that
0: helped you kind of now in your second business? Always look ahead. Mm -hmm. Like, and I I tell everybody this, like, it's one of my, when I bring people into the kitchen, they kind of, and I, my little spiel talking to them, I have all my pans lined up, right? And the first pan I bought, we were making chili at the time, right? And it was like, you know, about a six quart pan. Yeah. And then three weeks later, I grew out of that. I needed a 12 quart. Then a month later, I needed a 20 quart. And pretty soon, I have an 80 quart pot. Gosh. So... And it was like it was ten pans, and they're about seventy bucks a piece. When you start giving up the big ones, and I was like, you know, if I just would have been smart, and I went from there to there, yeah, I would have saved eight hundred dollars. Yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. You know, now do I use every single pot when I work? Yes. Yeah. But it's you know that's that's the whole thing. Looking ahead, like when we got this new building, we bought it and it's huge. And my wife is like, there's no way we need that. I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, there is. (laughs) Yeah. And now we're in there and we're uh, renting out space to other people with our new business. Uh, Now it's like, Oh, this is exactly why we got it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a, um, that's
1: definitely a good lesson for, for business owners. Like, the, the money you're trying to save today, if like you try to go cheap or save money today, it's like, it's almost always going to bite you in the ass on the back end. It's better to just buy the thing. 100% of the time. <laughs> buy the, you know, sp- make the investment, buy the nice thing now, buy the thing that you'll need in the future. With, I mean, without going ridiculous, but, uh, yeah, plan, like, Purchasing for the future versus necessary just purchasing for the here and now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. You know, this here and now things five hundred, and the future things you know two thousand. Yeah, but you're going to have to buy that. You have to soon. buy it at some point, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what um, what about the brick and
1: mortar like aspect? Did y'all have any plans of doing that? Like, or
0: oh yeah, it's almost built. Okay, very yeah, cool. I got pictures of it. So oh, all right. they're. Uh, they laid the flooring last week, and then uh yeah, you know, we have the cool- the coolers we're putting. Is this in, from in day the same one. the same building? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's the the, the prep, the, the
1: kitchen where you do all the prep, and a place where people can just come by and grab the food as well.
0: Yeah, so basically it's it's a 6, 2 bay building that I just killed out the middle wall, yep. put a the door there, so they're connected. One side's a cook side, the other side's a prep side, and in the front of the prep side, we did like a. 500 maybe a thousand square foot uh brick and mortar store
1: very cool so what's the interesting? like the cook side and the prep side so the cook side is where all the all the cooking is being done uh-huh. and then the prep sides are like a bunch of countertops
0: where you're able to kind of honestly 10 degrees okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. well. that makes sense okay yeah you know i wanted like you know i've been in community kitchens before and it's like You'll have some people in there just going, just cooking everything, every burner and oven's on. And I have eight, I have 16 ovens, yeah, 40 burners, you know, and when it's cranking, and everything's on, it's a kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it's hot. You know, so if somebody's coming in just to like prep some food yeah. or mix up, you know, some cookie dough that they're going to proof later or anything, yeah. they don't want to be over here. They yeah. want to be over here where it's nicer, quiet. It's seventy one degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's makes, nice. So <laughs> that makes sense. What, um,
1: so kind of talk about kind of the transition uh, into your current meal uh, prep business, Eat Amplified, mm-hmm. and like, um, you know, what what's your goal for that one is, and kind of talk about kind of like that that story.
0: Okay, so we we after you know things kind of went. The way they did uh, it was kind of didn't want to do food anymore, and I had a really nice corporate job and stuff like that. But you know, I just loved working for myself. It's just it's just one of those things. You're like, ah, this is just this is what I do. This is awesome. Like, yeah. if I don't have to do anything today, I don't. Yeah, but yeah. you always want to. You always want to. So I, I started making some food for some friends, and you know, they begged me, begged me, finally got me to do it. And then you know, like two days later, they're like, hey, we got some more, and it just Started going up from there, and you know when we decided to start Amplified, we, I just I sat down, I was like, these were all the things good about Ultimate Foods, yeah. and I go, that was great, but what can be better? Yeah, and that's what we focused on is what were the things that could be better? Yeah, like we we brought in the custom meal component of it and that was huge because that was one of the biggest complaints at ultimate foods like like if you had to have your macro set for each meal was like 40 40 10 or something like that you just had to get close yeah 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 you know it's like all right this is 48 49 15 close enough yeah you know and so you could never get right on now that we introduced the 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 custom component you could hit those numbers perfectly on everything. Yeah,
1: that's a huge thing. I mean, so, like, and um, kind of for the, the set menu, it's a great option for people who who are kind of trying to just start eating healthy. It's like you need to just change out, like, eating bad food for good food. Yeah. And then, but eventually you kind of get to the point, you're like, okay, in order to, to make more progress or get lean or whatever, like, your goals are, if you have to dial it in a little bit more, then actually – measuring out and knowing exactly what's Mm -hmm. going into your body is, is kind of necessity a lot of times. Oh yeah. And that's where the, that's where like the meal prep for yourself becomes such a pain in the butt (laughs) and and the time component becomes so much bigger. Cause like now you're not just making the food. The prep is like weighing, measuring all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So how, I mean, how did y'all overcome that at scale? Like what's, um, what, 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 what is, how do y'all do that? Like what is, how have y'all been able to, um, to do that? on a, on a broad base.
0: It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Actually, we, uh we had a customer of mine. Uh, she needed a job and she came in and worked for us uh, for about six months. She loved it. But when she came in, she's like, Oh my Lord, this is what, this is how you do everything. Yeah. Because like, it's like when you get custom meals and stuff, you, you kind of just think, Oh, we just like make your stuff and do all yours. And it's aside, but it's like, no, we so we have twelve different proteins and that's what causes that's we put those in groups. So yeah. everybody works on like chicken at one time. Yeah. And they split everything up. So the the food's not out there for very long at all. Yeah, it's, and that's our whole process is work on it, get it out. Yeah, yeah. So everybody works on chicken and everybody splits it up and they have all the carbs and it is just measure it all out, box it up, it goes on a cart mm. and it goes right in the cooler. Show so up.
1: So when you're, when you're doing the chicken, is it, are you cooking it all, setting it out and then going ahead and like cutting it into, let's say like one ounce? No. No. So, (laughs) so then one person sitting there going like this specific meal needs... 40 grams, and they're measuring mm-hmm. that yeah. and putting in that. So, okay.
0: so basically, we, we cook everything, and it goes in the cooler. Yeah. And go, So we, we cook it. It comes out at 165 degrees. That's when yeah. chicken's done. You And, you know, we get it right at it. So we don't want it to get any more dry than it should. Yeah. And then it goes, like... Right in the cooler. Immediately into the cooler. Yeah. So that's going to lock in everything. That's going to make it cool quicker. Yeah. Uh, and then every, when everything's cool, we bring it out, we cut it, then it goes back in the cooler. Okay. And then that's when we uh bring it out and everybody has like like six or seven, like, like an average chicken dish, I think we probably have like 140 of them. Yeah. So we have about six custom meal people, yeah, and everybody takes about twenty, just okay. and they just rip it out, okay, and they're just,
1: T-t-t-t-t-t-t-t. yep. So they got like their list of of, um, they got like a printout with like their list of meals that they're making. Or no, it's like it's right on the it's right oh, on, it's on, the, on the yeah ah. So like they're
0: getting the the container with yep. the label on it. And mm-hmm. go, cool, I'm adding. Yep, you know, so they'll four pick up yours. Chicken. It'll say David Allen, eight ounces of chicken. Two cups of basmati rice and four ounces of zucchini. And so when they're ch- doing ch- chicken, they're just eight ounces of chicken in there. Yep. Pass it on. Next one, eight mm-hmm. ounces of chicken. Yep. Okay. Hey, that's pretty cool. It is. It is. It's a nice little uh, assembly line that yeah. we just, it's pretty fast. Very cool.
1: How do y'all go about like new meal creation? You know, when you're coming up with um, new
0: recipes and everything, like how's all that work? Honestly, man, I just, I look on the internet. Uh-huh. You know, I, I learned a long time ago that, uh, you don't have to re recreate the wheel. Yeah. It's there, you know? Um, and everybody's like, Oh, I need some recipes. I'm like, just Google it. There's <laughs> over, there's like a billion, yeah, there's, like <laughs> there's not a lack of recipes. <laughs> People ask me all the time. I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you any. I go go online. Yeah. They'll have a million more than I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you just look at the ratings. Yeah. Like if they got, you know, 45, five-star reviews, guess what? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> well, I, so then how do you go about, like, menu creation? So I, I go on and I find good dishes, and then I, like, print them off, and then I start with, I, I got, a, like, a, a red pen. Yeah. And I start marking off the stuff that's not healthy. Yeah. And uh, I, in college, I one of my minors was uh, experimental foods. So you just go in. what that is is taking out certain ingredients and putting in certain ones. Yeah. See if it's the same consistency and taste, yeah. but it's a healthier ingredient. Okay. So basically, that's what I do. I go down. I take all the bad stuff out. I put in good stuff. We make it, and if it's still good, then you're right. This is yep. Is that kind of what y'all did with like the um
1: the protein balls. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. So, so you uh, find a recipe that's like a not healthy one. Mm-hmm. Start replacing some of the
0: unhealthy stuff with healthy stuff, and then, hey, this works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just, what do people love? They love lasagna. All right, can we make it healthy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boom, big seller. That's awesome, okay. What are are your kind of, like, uh, biggest uh, or most popular meals? What are the ones that people are like, I love this one? Okay, so the most popular one that we took off, uh, was the lasagna. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Took it off. Well, we, you had to, it was on our menu for a year. Okay. You know, you're and like, it's like, but it's like people, I wouldn't say people bitch, but they're like, Oh, revamp the menu. And then you do it. They're like, why'd you take off the lasagna? <laughs> was the one thing I did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that's always been our most popular one. Uh, you know, uh, and what, it, what are the things you changed out on that? So we use a different noodle uh, okay. and then usually when you do a lasagna you have two or three layers of noodles yeah we put it down to just one layer noodle for the bottom which is the most you need the most stability down there to create the dish yeah and then for the second layer of noodles we would use thinly sliced zucchini and squash ah, okay so that cut about I'd say fifty or sixty percent calories yeah, no yeah, yeah. calories yeah, from yeah. it okay. oh yeah and about thirty 30 to or 40% like at least 30 to or 40% of the, 40% of the carbs. carbs. okay. So. Very cool. And then, uh, you know, taking out the, the 80-20 ground beef for 93-7 turkey. Yeah. And we'd make our own uh, marinara. That was, you know, we want to use sugar. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. So that's just just the little things that you could do that makes, uh, you know, cut the calories like half. Yeah. So, but still give you a sense that you're eating a really good lasagna. Yeah. I mean, the lasagna was super tasty. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and now
1: we have a white chicken lasagna. So, yeah. and you could tell, I mean, and I think you could tell it was a different lasagna, but not in the sense of like, not that you're like, ah, oh, this, this is okay. It didn't feel like you were <laughs> dieting or yeah. like eating bad foods. Like, this is like really tasty food. I, I can tell it's healthier. It's still tasty, and, yeah,
0: I love it. Yeah, it was it as good as Rizzo's lasagna or, you know, something like that?
1: No, it's not. But it also didn't, like, you didn't have that, like, I just ate lasagna, I'm going to take a nap yep. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I need a 30-minute nap exactly. now. <laughs> exactly. Very cool. What What? Um, what are some of the struggles that you've kind of come across um With kind of doing this on your own? Like, what were some kind of major, like, learning points? through, like, we're doing it this way, ah, that didn't work, now we got
0: to do this, or what kind of some of those moments? Uh, Well, it wasn't really on my own, so Molly's been with me the whole time. Well, I guess not on your (laughs) own, but, like, um, kind of doing it... A new way, different way, yeah. Uh, Honestly, it was, like, the kitchen space. That's been the hardest thing, because, like, we... (laughs) Until now, and we're, we're a pretty successful business now, we haven't ha, haven't been able to afford to have our own kitchen. Right. You know? And that, like, we bounced around. Yeah, I remember y'all going to a bunch of oh, different Oh, it's kitchens. crazy. And it's just like, you know, when we started, we would have to, like, I would have to buy everything, keep it at my house, and then my friend didn't use his kitchen on Sundays. Yeah. So we'd have to get in there, like, 5 a.m. I'd load up my truck with everything, we drive there. God forbid you forget something. Oh gosh! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so drive there, cook everything, cool it down, deliver it that day.
1: Yeah, you know that's just a rough Sunday. <laughs> rough Sunday. So then you kind of bounced around a couple of different kitchens, mm-hmm. and finally just were like, yeah, you know what? Like we just got to make this investment and just, just do it in our own place or get our own
0: place. Well, I looked. I looked at just kind of the whole picture. Mm -hmm. You know, I go, what other business can we do? And I like the community kitchen thing because I I do think meal prep is a viable, like, business going forward. But I wanted to have also, like, an ace in my sleeve as well. Well, if you're going to take on the giant
1: uh, risk at an expense of, like, buying a building, it's also Mm -hmm. nice to have some other revenue streams to kind of help cover that cost. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And that's kind of what we're going with, with this. So, uh, we kind of killed two birds with one stone. We got ourselves, a, 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 our home, our 100% home, our, our own kitchen. And then I, I'm bringing in another revenue stream yeah. to help offset the cost of the kitchen. Yeah. So, t- uh,
1: tell everyone what the name of this new business is the kitchen that you have.
0: It's called uh, Memphis kitchen co-op MKCO. Very cool. Uh, Got the hat on for those people <laughs> watching it.
1: Um, and talk about kind of talk about kind of like the the, the need for that, or the kind of community around um, people, kind of people who are branching out and doing their own. Um, they're uh, creating their own food products and then taking them to like farmer's markets and all that kind of stuff. Like talk about how that's changed and how you saw that as a potential uh, business.
0: Well, a couple couple different ways on that. So uh, like a lot of people make food in their homes, right? And sell it. Well, it's illegal Mm. because you can't get insurance. Right. So let's say you got a friend and they make like pies and stuff and you're buying it from their house and then God forbid you get sick. Yeah. You gotta go to hospital. Like if you bought that from me, I'd be like, Oh man, so sorry. Here's my insurance. You're gonna cover it. Yeah. Your friend out of their house is like
1: Yeah. They, they won't, the insurance company will insure <laughs> you out of your house. Yeah, they
0: won't insure you. Yeah. So there's, there's that on that aspect. But, you, you know, the analogy I kind of tell people, let's say you got Ann Sally and every Thanksgiving, you guys have her sweet potato pie and yeah. you're like, Jesus, this is amazing. You should sell this. Yeah. So after the next Thanksgiving, she's like, God, David, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So then she goes out and she's like, okay, I found a kitchen rent. It's $2,500 a month. Okay. Ooh, I got a $5,000 oven, you know, uh, you know. I Got the stove, $2,000 dollars. Yep. all my other incidentals and kitchen equipment, that's another you know, two, 000, three thousand dollars. Insurance going to be $800 dollars. Yeah. My electric bill is going to be $1,000 dollars right yeah. now. Aunt Sally is in just the startup cost before she even makes a single sweet potato pie, you know 12,000 to 13,000 dollars. Yeah, not many people can do
1: it. It doesn't make viable <laughs> sense like to go and buy your own kitchen. Well if that's and she's not established. That,
0: yeah, to make that one thing. Yeah, she's not established yeah. yet. Well, you could just come to me, yeah, pay me seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah. I have the insurance already ready to go for you. I and a lot of people don't know. They're like, Okay, I want to make this. How do you do it? Business license, yeah. insurance, department of agriculture. You know, you gotta do all these things, yeah. but I already have all that stuff written down ready to go for you. So we make it really easy. We're Memphis Kitchen Co op is kind of like a small business food incubator. Yeah. So we can help you become successful like we were yeah. with a little bit of work. We also brought in like an in-house marketing company yeah. that does all our marketing in-house. Yeah. So.
1: And, was, and not to mention, like, it's. it's a heck of a lot better to go and... Do that somewhere else away from your house where you're like, you know, you're not like making a mess in your own house or mm-hmm. dealing with kids or whatever. And you can go and just like, Hey, like, this is the place where <laughs> I do business and yeah. I create and then yep. take it from there. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, two other points on that. Like if you fail with us, you're not out hardly anything. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> just know.
1: the rent, the, the, the cost of renting the space.
0: Yeah. So if you would assign like a two or three year lease and you would have failed in month four, guess what you're on the hook for? Yeah. Two, three-year (laughs) lease. Right. So, you know, we we are a a safety net for you. And then one of the other really great things we're doing is our brick-and-mortar store – uh, amplified. We're using that as everyone else's brick-and-mortar store. Yeah, I was going to
1: ask, yeah, so, like, they can, they can sell their products in that store. Yes. And to kind of expose themselves to more people.
0: Yeah, so we're just giving you an avenue. Yeah. It's going to be your own little tiny spot in a store. So um, it's just an avenue to get your product out there. You know, one of the things we didn't want to do is we've been in we've been a couple community kitchens, and it's like, it's the first, here's your key, pay us our money, We'll see you in 30 days. Yeah. We didn't want to create something like that. We know to be like, hey, what help do you need? You need right. marketing? I got you. Yeah. Oh, you need the Department of Agriculture? Here's William Wallace's number. You need insurance help? His uh, name's William Wallace. Yes, it is. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Every time I see him, I'm like, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> a great name. Um
1: so <clears throat> do, do then when they rent this spaces, is there like a set like they say, hey, these are the times I'm going to come in, like, or is is it just kind of come and use it whenever you
0: can? Well, like, no, we don't want okay. that. Yeah, so that, that seemed like it'd be a little crazy. It's chaos. Yeah. Uh, so, we, you just honestly, we have this really awesome program. You just go online and book your time. Well, well, it's you bring up a map of the kitchen and you're like, oh. I want this. And we have all the tables broken down in pods. Yeah. yeah. And then all the equipment. So, you could like, create you like click on this table pod and you want that table pod from like ten to four on Monday and then you're gonna need one stove and one oven. You click on both of them, you reserved it. Bam. That's awesome. Yeah. So it just it just takes a guesswork out because that was one of the problems we had in other kitchen. People would come in and let's say let's say your time slots from eight to two. Yeah. And then you usually get 20 orders. Yeah. Well, today you got 40. Yeah. Guess yeah. what's going to happen in that 2 o'clock? you push pushing back. You're going to blow that. right past that. <laughs> well, they got people coming in right at 2. Right. So that's going to push them back. Yeah. You know, and w- when I created this kitchen space, I wanted to make it so we could have 12 people in there at one time. Oh, wow. Well, more than 12 people, but 12
1: but groups. 12, yeah, yeah. 12 yeah. different um, people.
0: Kitchens. Yeah, yeah. 12 different business, cooking at the same exact time. That's awesome. So, yeah.
1: And I bet there's a cool,
0: like, uh, community
1: aspect of that because you all feel like you're in there, like... Just making know, it happen. Making it happen. <laughs> a bunch of entrepreneurs, like, in the same the food business, like, mm-hmm. just doing
0: it. Yeah, that's how... We, we, we don't have that yet at mine because yeah, yeah. we just now yeah, yeah, opened yeah. it up this week. Yeah. <laughs> but at the last kitchen, that's really how it was. Yeah. You know, uh, you just have some... Because I'd say 90% of those people that were in the kitchen... Still had some sort of either nine to five or other part time job. Yeah, yeah, and this was like, not I don't, want, I don't want to say side hustle, but this is like their thing that they were trying to make their main. Yeah, well they're they're they're
1: that's the thing that they enjoy doing. They're passionate about mm-hmm. doing, but it's not paying the bills yet. So yeah, you got yeah. to find a way to kind of get there. Yeah. What um and then so for for then it amplified. Now you guys aren't. Now are y'all still trying to make everything on like the Sunday or like what's how do y'all do
0: y'all still? no we split it all in three days okay so, so then the orders are in by Thursday Thursday yep so then you are you purchasing Friday yep Friday morning we go out and shop and, and have everything come in we put it in our orders Thursday night and they get delivered on Friday morning I so said are, y- are y'all going out and buying or are y'all getting like both uh,
1: okay so you got both. like Cisco or something mm-hmm. to come in Cisco deliver. restaurant.
0: Uh, Cisco and off the dock yeah. deliver to us. Uh, and then a couple of produces places also deliver. And then I nice. pick up everything at restaurant Depot and Sam's. Nice. Okay. And then it's Saturday prep day or Friday's cooked, prep day. Friday's
1: prep and cook cook and prep day. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then Saturday, we put it all together. When you say put it all together, meaning like you put in the meals together yep. or okay.
0: Yeah. And then Sunday's delivery. Yep. and Okay. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, we just – it's easier to to break it out in that, so.
1: Yeah, because you're probably not doing a 15-, 16-hour day each of those days. Well, Well, you know, we (laughs) –
0: we could. No, I – you know, I always – I've been in restaurants my whole life, and I don't know if you've ever worked in a restaurant, but the mentality is in a restaurant, if it takes six people to do it, we're going to schedule three. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because – I mean, there's not a lot of room for, um, I guess, money to be made. Margin. Yeah, yeah the margin There's not a, low, the margins yeah. are real thin in a restaurant. Yeah. And it's a little different for me. Like, if it takes four people to do something, I schedule seven to do it. Well, I really want people to enjoy it. Like, if you go in the back of a restaurant kitchen... No one is smiling. Yeah, everyone just <laughs> Well, they're moving 100 miles an hour, but everybody is just, it's intense, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I don't want that. I want people to still be able to talk and have fun. Yeah. And, whoa, is that tough? Psh, put two people on it. Yeah. yeah. Rip it out quick. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you're you're getting paid to work, but I also want it to be semi-enjoyable. It's work. It's freaking work, yeah. you know? work, it works work, but...
1: It's a lot better if it's not overwhelming work, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and easier for you as a as a business owner to to not have to constantly replace employees, yeah. because they're just like I can't do this; it's burn me out.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's our thing. Like I don't know, in the last two years, I've had maybe two people quit. Yeah, you know, it was just that's how it is. Yeah, so it's 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 nice, nice. Not you know, we pay people well, and then I want it to be easy work. Yeah. How how did the uh, pandemic
1: affect y'all at all? Did
0: uh, it, did it make your business go up? Yeah, we actually or what? we we trended exactly how we were supposed to trend. Okay, still still going up. So okay. we we had a, about a twenty to thirty percent increase. Okay,
1: uh, I didn't have more people kind of being at home and and going out less. They were like, "Hey, yeah. I need
0: some meals." Well, yeah, I think uh, we we that first two weeks of the pandemic was nuts for us. Yeah, because like product was almost impossible to find yep. and then we um, we like it was a 50% increase it was we weren't ready for that. Yeah, it just boom, shot <laughs> up. Yeah, you're like oh crap. Yeah. yeah, I was like is this how it's Ugh. you know you want to get busy but you don't want to get too busy.
1: But you don't want to grow faster than you can accommodate that growth <laughs> um
0: smoothly <laughs> so to mm. say. Yeah. Yeah, growing pains are not fun. I I promise you. They're a lot better than than Failing pains. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trust me. I, I've had those too, so yeah. it's nice to know both sides. <laughs>
1: very cool. Well, um, w- any kind of new products or new meals or any kind of new things y- y'all kind of have uh, in the future planned? Yeah,
0: actually, we ju- this is the first week uh, we just changed the menu. We uh, changed all the breakfasts and the pasta salads. Okay, very cool. So, uh, that just went live this week. So really cool stuff. We got like a Buffalo chicken pasta salad, uh, and some really well, awesome that's, new breakfast. So, that's good. Yeah. It's going to be killer. And then I think we're doing another menu change here in about a month on all the other regular dishes. Very cool. So, um,
1: I was thinking like, <laughs> but back when you first started, like the, the, the orders were placed by texting R- Richard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>
0: and now it's all through the website how's how's all that work well i I tell you what so it's that's a double-edged sword yeah so now there's no mistakes yeah (laughs) which is good because like it takes the human element out of it because i don't care how thorough i was you know like Texts come in so differently. Yeah. And everyone's like, got their own different way of yeah, ordering or and if I, Yeah. And if I look, I was like, oh, is that a four or a two? You know? And it's yes. just sometimes you miss it. So I would screw up orders constantly. Yeah. You know? Not constantly, but more than I wanted to. It's a lot. Of, it, yeah. I mean, you're having to sit there and hand. Yeah. personally
1: filter every order.
0: But, you know, the thing on that is I was involved in everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it's like now, this is like back back then- I knew everybody, you know, they would talk to me like five times a week yeah. on, on text or in, I felt really like I knew everybody yeah. now, you know, I get 250 orders in and I don't even know. I was like, Oh, John ordered this week, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and it's like, you know, and I, I don't see any of that stuff yeah. now because it, it just comes so, through and I just, the, I just see numbers now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I get that. I mean, that's, that's the same case in my business. But I mean, that's kind of something you got to do as you scale up. Well, yeah, I mean, personally involved with every client.
0: Yeah. When you first started, you were here again. Oh, you're still here just as much, but you were on the floor. I was 84 hours a week when we first opened. That was another building. Uh huh. But
1: no, I was doing every sale. Yeah. You know, engaging with every new client Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, handling all the, um, any, um, client like account stuff and now you know skilled up and and have have managers and staff to do Mm -hmm. that stuff so there are times where i'm just like hey i'm gonna introduce myself to you because i've seen you in here a couple times and Uh i I don't (laughs) i don't recognize you um but but that i mean so i definitely get
0: being uh a little less personally involved on the on the day-to-day but it's kind of necessary but you know to counteract that my name my number cell phone number and name is right on the website. Yeah. Like and, and you do the same thing too. Like I still love like I handle every problem immediately. Yeah. You know, if somebody emails me or texts like, hey, something's wrong, boom, I'm on and, and people appreciate that. You know, they're like, Wow. You called me yeah, right away. Yeah, you call me back. Yeah, <laughs> <Thanks. Very laughs> within cool. a minute. So, uh, we're, I'm still as involved personally as I can be because I feel I feel strongly on that. And, but you have to be. I feel you know I'll never be. You know, no matter how busy we get, I feel like I still need to be there 100. percent You definitely gotta have your pulse on the business. You know, you can't mm-hmm. be like completely disassociated. Oh no no no! I I cook everything. Yeah, like people don't realize. Like I run when I'm in the kitchen. I have you know we I have about twenty people. Yeah, in the kitchen with me, but I'm the one that runs all eight ovens. Yeah, so so everything goes through me. So if if your protein was screwed up, that was me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what what's your own personal favorite meal that y'all do?
0: Uh honestly, uh, I'm. I'm on the steak salad kick right now. Okay, just I'll do steak salad almost every day <laughs> if I if I could. Yeah, and it's this week. I think I ordered like four of them. <laughs> so. Do you? Um,
1: I mean, how often do you now cook for yourself now that you you cook? Professionally. I mean you always kinda of cook professionally. I've seen that you've done a couple like a couple meals, but like when you get home, are you like, I'm not cooking, or do you are you like, hey, let's go out to enjoy something or like well
0: honestly, like? so eighty percent of our food is amplified meal prep food. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you go our fish is just full of it. Yeah. Uh and then I'll cook probably maybe once or twice a week. Okay. So I've, you know, a little daughter, so I usually cook her breakfast. I really enjoy that. Yeah. Uh but, yeah, I try to do at least twice a week. We okay. try not to go out to eat that much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nice, but, you know, I get, like, you do, you do waves. You're yeah. like, oh, we've went out to eat, like, six times in the last three weeks. And then you're like, oh, good, we've only went out, like, once. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was joking with, like, um, someone the other day that um, it's like, man, I miss going to Outback. Jeff and I would go to Outback all the time. When we were when we were uh, single and living in Cordova, um, I was like, but now we, with three kids, like it, it's a big it's a big uh, deal to go out to eat. So it's an adventure. You gotta be like, okay, <laughs> who's the who's the babysitter I can convince to like come and watch three kids <laughs> under three? <laughs> you know, and then you kind of feel like, you know, if we're gonna go out, we're gonna go out. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because <laughs> so <yeah. we're> <laughs> <We're laughs> it's like we're only gonna get it like once a month. Um, um I'm definitely those not those. taking them anywhere to eat. So. No way.
0: Have you taken them somewhere yet? Not As all family? three of them.
1: I've taken we've taken the two to like like a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's usually not It's too, loud there. It's loud. It's <laughs> kind of other kids are being crazy, you know. Um it wasn't too bad when like Caleb was a baby and my my middle child was a baby and my young uh, and my oldest was like still would sit in a booster seat uh-huh. but now like they both want to sit in the in a chair or a booth and so they have freedom uh-huh. and that's it's
0: sliding out of seat you're just like
1: it's, it's not enjoyable it's it's chasing kids while trying to eat food you go out you're like <laughs> never again and man. you also have to be like have to like look at the um Look at the waitress and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna take care of you. <laughs> trust trust me. This will be worth your time. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> I know my situation and I will tip accordingly. Yeah, like like when
1: my kid just like dumps the salsa on himself, or you're like, <laughs> "Hey, look, I, just trust me. I'll, like, I know this is gonna be a lot to
0: clean up afterwards. I've <laughs> I'm going to pay you for it. <laughs> I mean, my little girl's six, and so we went out to eat the other night and, like, literally got her drink in the first service. Thank God I had a lid on it. So, only about a quarter of his filled, yeah. but she knocked over. I was like, two minutes in. Yeah. Why? I'd be like, two minutes. That was a new record.
1: Good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, very cool, Richard. Um, why don't you tell everyone uh, where they can. Uh, follow you guys on social media. What mm-hmm. your website is, how they can order meals, um, where, you, where your where your um,
0: kitchen is located,
1: and mm-hmm. and for anyone who's interested in and in being part of the Memphis Kitchen Co op, like where they can get information.
0: Yeah, I mean you can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the both businesses are Amplified Meal Prep and Memphis Kitchen Co op. Uh, you could go. Our links or websites are right there. I think I think our website is Memphis Kitchen Co op co-op.com. And then uh, it's eatamped.com.
1: I don't know. I'm going to give you, I'm going to <laughs> yeah. Memphis kitchen
0: co-op.com. Yep. That's it. That's it. So, and then eat amplified. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, if, if you want to eat healthier, uh, we could help you out with that. Uh, you know, I can help you out. Uh, we, I don't really do much in the nutrition. I kind of leave that to you guys, and you guys funnel a bunch of people to us, and that's really great. And then if you really want to uh, start your own food business, it's been like a passion of yours. just give me a call, and I can help you out with that as well. You know, when the pandemic hit, it's really showed a lot of people like, oh, I may need to have something in the back, yeah. you know, to get ready. Very cool. All right, guys, thanks for coming on, Richard. MBS Finish Radio,
1: out.